Welcome to The Local, brought to you by Fairhaven Wealth Management in partnership with our friends at the Wheaton Chamber of Commerce here in Wheaton, Illinois. I'm Mark Horner, and together with Vicki Austin, we bring you conversations about what's happening with people right around you. Everyone has a story that goes well beyond their day-to-day life. Stories about their history, their passion, their inspirations. All you have to do is look and ask and maybe listen. These stories may be local, but their reach is far and their themes universal. All right, welcome to a celebrity edition of The Local. I am Mark Horner, your host, and with me as always is Vicki Austin. Vicki, a pleasure to see you. Always great to see you, Mark. So my kids, my sons in particular, are going to go through the roof when I tell them who I got to spend the afternoon with today. So with us today is Kevin Walker, the owner of Extract Juicery. And what they're really going to be excited about is El Famous Burrito. Yes. <laughs> Great to have you with us, Kevin. Great to be here. Thanks for having me today. So you're, you're, uh, so I'm a big fan of the juicery. Actually, I'm a fan of both your, both your places, but SMI. a big fan of the juicery mm-hmm. on Main Street, mm-hmm. yes. sort of across the street from, uh, not far from being across the street from Starbucks. Exactly. Kind of kitty corner from Starbucks. Kitty corner. Exactly. Yeah. And then El Famous Burrito. Uh, very big fan of that. And again, that's the one my boys are just going to go nuts over. <laughs> that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to bring them in for sure. Well, careful. There, so. Care- they, yeah, <laughs> careful. They've got some size. So yeah, don't, don't offer them any discounts. Yes. That, yeah, that can be real expensive. Don't give it away. Yeah. Very fast. Don't give it away. So Kevin, where did you grow up? Because it's not Whedon, is it? It's not Whedon. So I grew up um, south side of Chicago and then also in the south suburbs. So, but in the Chicago area my entire life. And where did you go to school? Uh, so for um, college, I went to Trinity Christian College. It's in Palos Heights, Illinois. Yeah. Um, and so high school, um, Chicago Christian, right across the football field from there. So pretty yeah. close. And what did you study there? Uh, so at Trinity, I studied business. Um, so I have a bachelor's of science in business with marketing and management concentration. So and and so did you get into the restaurant business right out of school? I did not. So was never planning on being in the restaurant business. Um, right out of school, um, actually during school. I did an internship with Liberty Mutual Insurance. Um, and so I took that because it was the closest to my house and paid the most money. So I kind of ended up in insurance that way. I don't think most people choose insurance. Um, but yeah. But many people are passionate about it. Yeah. So I after know. I got into it, I loved yes, it. Yes. And a lot of people. It does weird things to people. <laughs> From the financial planning perspective, which yeah. is the business I'm in, my experience with insurance people is that for for some reason, when they're in the industry for a certain amount of time, they all of a sudden come to the conclusion that every problem in life can be solved with more insurance. <laughs> insurance, there you go. <laughs> but you got yourself out of there. Yes, yeah, so, um, so I spent a few years there, um, worked for Liberty Mutual, worked for uh, USI, which is part of Goldman Sachs, uh, Euclid Insurance, and um, after that, I left and went and spent a short time with um, Corporate Chaplains of America. Um, and so it was kind of a nonprofit helping provide chaplains to care for employees around companies. Um, so really enjoyed that. And uh, Wait, what motivated? What? So what made it? Yeah, what motivated yeah. Okay, that move? Yeah. Corporate chaplains is that yes. what you called it? Yes, corporate chaplains of America. So these are chaplains who are out in the corporations. Yes. Yeah, so um, the companies would work with the chaplains um, and have so chaplain would come in once a week, kind of make rounds and just talk to people, and then if they needed something or had a crisis or you know they're available to talk to the, the chaplain. 24-7. I never heard of that. Have you? Yeah. I have not heard of that. I've not heard of that. So the chaplains that are making the rounds at these companies, are they employees of corporate chaplains? Yes. Or empl- okay. Of corporate, so yeah. So it's not employed by the company. It's just kind of like a service or like a, 
benefit that they offer to yeah, their employees. Yeah, like EAP, so. like an employee exactly. assistance program. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Very interesting. Yeah, it was it was really cool. I was super excited to do it. Um, it was something different. Um, I'm passionate about business. I'm passionate about faith. I care about people. And so, uh, one day on Google, it's kind of just popped up an ad about this, and I'm like, "What is this?" And decided to to do that for a little bit. And so it was a great experience. Really enjoyed it. Were you an administrator? What kind of work did you do? Yes, definitely was not a chaplain. I would probably not mm-hmm. be a good chaplain. Um, <laughs> no, I don't know about that. <laughs> so, um, but no, I was a uh, director of um, field development. So basically um, helping new companies um, on board and become part of corporate chaplains. So I traveled around the country, meeting with business owners and, and sharing that with them. So. This was a Google pop-up ad that you responded to. Yeah, well, it, it was in, you it, know how Google's listening to you. I mean, they, creepy. Google is creepy. It listens to everything. It knows who you are. And so it was a very targeted ad because that's two things I'm very passionate about. Mm-hmm. So the ad popped up and, um, you know, I, I clicked on it and here I am. So, I'm, I'm trying to do that for uh, Extracted All Famous. That's popping up. So hopefully people listening today will see burritos popping up shortly <laughs> on their screens um, as well. So so how long were you with corporate chaplains? Uh, so I spent, uh, I think it was about a year and a half with them. So mm-hmm. almost two years. So. And then straight into the restaurant business from there? Yes. Um, and so straight into restaurant business. So my wife's family um, started All Famous Burrito. Um, and so that's kind of how I got into that. Um, never worked in a restaurant a day in my life, never like in high school or college, um, which is good because if I knew what I was getting into, I may not have done it. <laughs> yeah, really? yeah. Um, but you know, I enjoy it. I say that kind of half jokingly. Um, it is hard. It's a hard business, but I wouldn't trade it now. I absolutely love what we do. And so, um, I bought the first store I had was in, um, Roosevelt road, um, in Lombard. Yeah. Um, and so that was, uh, well now seven, almost eight years ago, um, when I bought that one and across so from the Cadillac dealership yes, down right there. in front of the Cadillac, Heritage Cadillac there. So, um, I remember it was, you know, the first week it was chaotic and then second week the family was all gone and it was just me and people were asking me questions like, okay, does it taste okay? And I'm like, I don't know. Add more salt. I mean, I'm not sure what to do. <laughs> like, um, so that was, uh, that was an interesting time, but. Um, I can say I've learned a lot since then and I can tell them what they need to do and how to, how to adjust things. But it was, um, it was challenging. It was exciting, but challenging. Um, I worked a lot of hours. I mean, at the restaurant business seven days a week, yeah. you know, where, when everyone else is off, we're still open. Right. And so, which we appreciate when yes. we're thirsty and hungry. <laughs> yes. So let's go, let's go back here for a little bit. You're at the, you're doing the, the corporate gig. Mm-hmm. Then you get the Google pop-up ad for the corporate, cha- corporate chaplain yes. work and you're doing that. Mm-hmm. And then what is the conversation around the kitchen table? Are you then married at that point? Yes. So I, I, um, so I've been married 11 years. So my last year at, at, um, in insurance, I was, I think I was married my last year in insurance somewhere around there, somewhere yeah. around there. So, um, not, I do know when I got married, it's just, I don't remember the dates <laughs> yeah, of, uh, I guess my wife was listening. Um, <laughs> You're fuzzy the insurance piece exactly, of it, not the marriage yeah, piece exactly. of it. We're totally with you, completely with you. Yeah. <laughs> so what's the conversation around the, around the kitchen table though, when with your bride now and thinking of, and you're doing the corporate chaplain thing and, and enjoying that, that then morphs into, well, maybe I should join the family business that I have no experience in. Her family business, her right? Family, yes. That was her family yeah. business. So actually one of, and, and it wasn't our plan. Like she, um, she was starting to stay home where I think at that point we had, had had our first kid. And so she wasn't very active in the business anymore. Um, but actually one of her uncles um, approached me um, about coming to the business. And so I was like, yeah, why not? 
<laughs> you know, um, for, I love business. I've, since a kid, I've been like the entrepreneur. I, like I used to sell stuff to my teachers at my, so my grandma used to order from this catalog. I don't know if you guys have heard of it, but it's finger hut. Do you guys remember that? Like it's like a mail order catalog, like 40 years ago. I don't know. I have not heard. What of was it. it called? Finger hut. I, I, I could see the logo in yeah. my head, but, but like a sharper image catalog. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But like, yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah. So whenever you order, they would send like seven free gifts. Um, you buy one small thing and they send you all these gifts. So I would take those free gifts to school and sell them to my teachers. Um, and so I made a ton of money doing it. Exactly. That's great. Um, so I've always loved business. And so I was like, well, you've always loved sales. Sales, yes. Yeah, because that's really a distinction. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, and to be good at it. I actually, a quick little fact too. Um, I sold vacuums door to door when I was in college. I uh, saw so Kirby vacuum cleaners I, and I loved it as well, which is people like, how could you do that? I'm like, I don't know, but I loved it. And I made a ton of money and it was exciting. Um, so I love sales. Um, but you know, so I was like for El Famous, I was like, well, I've never worked in a restaurant, but I'm like, whether it's tacos or insurance or widgets, I'm like, eh, the principles are kind of still the same, right? right. It's customer service. Right. It's um, creating um, a great environment for customers, solving problems. And I'm like, let's do it. Um, and so I did. <laughs> Jumped in. So what was Monday morning like? First day at, behind the bar at El Famous Burrito? Yeah, so um, it, it was chaotic. I mean, I um, did not know what I was doing. I will admit. <laughs> so, um, it but was, he yeah. knew that your uncle or her uncle knew that going in, right? Yes. But yeah. he saw potential in you. Yes. Hopefully that's why he's like, <laughs> he's like, all right, here, your problem. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it was, um, it was chaotic and it was a lot to learn. It was a lot to take in. Um, but uh, you know, there was two of the uncles and they really supported a lot. They were, I mean, the first week, especially, um, they were there, they helped me order. They helped me know the things I needed to know, walked me through the processes, um, but they were only around for about a week. And so I said, week number two was where it really was like, okay, I'm actually in charge here and I, I'm not really sure what to do. And we were busy. People were excited because that location had closed for remodeling. And um, so when I, when I bought it, I closed it down. We redid the parking lot, we remodeled the inside, we updated menus and, you know, added in technology and all these things to make it better. But, um, you know, there was, so we, we were busy and I'm like, all right, this is, this is crazy. I'm meeting a lot of people and. Um, it was fun. It was, it was a whirlwind, but it was fun. So when you're saying you bought it, is that, is that what happened on week on day number one? Did you buy that location? And then that's Monday morning. You're adding salt to stuff. The uncles, the uncles around. And then a week later they're gone and you're the owner. Yes. With a week of restaurant experience. <laughs> <laughs> well, gee, when you make it sound like that. Yes. Is that right? I, but I've got it right. The you got it right. You got it right. Boy, buddy, you might need your head exam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all or for jumping into the pool, but oh my gosh. Well, and, and that, that's kind of my personality. So it, it worked out well because I, like, I love challenges. I love to, to take risks. I'm the adventurous guy. Um, even now in business, I'm like, all right, let's try this. And I also like jump at things really quickly. So I, I, I jump and then think later, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, and so it's been, it's been good. You know, I, it's, it was challenging, but we worked through it and, and I, I'm really happy and proud of our team and like the <laughs> business we've created. Yeah. Um, you know, I walk in and I'm just like, wow, this is, and I think of the distance of, of, of where we were like seven, eight years ago to where we've become now. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's continually improved. And, you know, we're, we are not perfect, you know, to everyone listening. Sorry if you've had an unperfect experience, um, but we're constantly um, working to become better. And that's always our goal is 
better than yesterday. Like mm-hmm. tomorrow's gonna be better. We're gonna do better. We're gonna serve our customers hard. We're gonna have better tasting food. We're gonna do everything we can um, every day and not competing against other restaurants, but against ourselves yeah. to become better each and every day. You know, that's super important for me. So is there anything new on the menu coming up? Absolutely. So we actually just launched, and I'm super excited about it, um, our quesabiria tacos. Um, so you can find them somewhere in the city sometimes, but in the suburbs, it's pretty rare. So have you guys heard of it? Quesabiria? No. Quesabiria. Yeah. Quesabiria. No. Okay. No. So it is, quesabiria is like a slow cooked meat. It's like a stewed meat, um, usually beef or lamb sometimes, um, but it's five, six hours cooking. Like it's a long process. So it's like tender, kind of like just melts in your mouth, you know? Mm. And so we take that and we, and we cook it into a tortilla, put it into a tortilla. It's like a quesadilla. So you guys know what a quesadilla mm-hmm. is. Yes. So that's where the quesa part comes from. Mm-hmm. The quesa is that part. It's like a mm-hmm. quesadilla style. And then the birria is the, the stewed meat. And so you put that in there. Um, it's also like fried in, in, in some of the, I guess, kind of the juice of the, the birria. So it's almost like tinted red. Mm. And it's like a crispy. So you have like a crispy tortilla with cheese and then the stewed meat. Mm, amazing, 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 mm. amazing. So. I didn't have good. lunch today. You're killing I me. I know, me too. I'm starving. Oh, so. we'll be there. We're, awesome. We'll be lined up for that. Yes. What had you decide to open the extract juicery? Extract. So um, so I've been juicing myself personally for about... Uh, let's, let's keep it clean, Kevin. Let's keep it, let's keep it clean. <laughs> Vegetable juicing. Okay, got it, got it. And fruit juicing. And fruit, all right, right. Uh, for about 10, no more than that. So probably about 12 years. Um, and so during the pandemic, which we opened during the pandemic, which is another crazy thing that you do. Um, the juice reopened during the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, we were there. I was there for your yes, ribbon cut. Or yes. your, yeah, ribbon cutting, right? Yeah, it was so wonderful. We, um, I had a little bit more time on my hands. You know, the thing, COVID was a little crazy. El Famous stayed pretty consistent, um, but my social calendar, like, was nothing. Um, so I'm like, all right, let's take on a new project. Um, and so I love juicing and vegetables. And Thank um, you. <laughs> and so I was like, you know, one of the challenges with me was, with the business, it was so hard to juice because um, juicing takes a lot of time. Buying the vegetables, prepping the vegetables, and the worst part, cleaning up after mm-hmm. you've juiced. Um, and so, actually, I had one of my employees from El Famous um, juicing for me for a little bit. Um, and so I was like, you know what? There's probably people out there like me who enjoy the values of juicing and and the, and, and see the importance of it, but honestly live live busy lives and don't have time. So I'm like, let's create a business for it. And so in the middle of the pandemic. Um, you know, I was able to find a space um, in downtown Wheaton, which was, which is great. I mean, Wheaton is number one, an awesome town um, and great people. I, you know, I've got locations in multiple cities of El Famous and. Yeah. How many are you up to in El so Famous? I have three. Um, there are, um, I believe seven more the family has, um, but I own three of those. Um, but I've never experience like the community and support like I have in Wheaton. Oh, that's it's, so good to hear. Yeah, it's, it's so cool. Um, a little weird to be honest. Like, it's like, is this real? <laughs> you know, um, the Stepford, the, did you yes. feel like it was the Stepford yes. business? <laughs> um, but everyone was like, I mean, the customers were supportive. Mm-hmm. The fellow businesses were happy mm-hmm. to see us there. It wasn't like, oh man, he's going to take away from us. It's like, Hey, come in. How can we support you? Um, and it's, like I said, it's super cool, but at the same time, I wasn't, I wasn't used to it, you know? Um, so we're super happy when we, Wheaton was the right town for us. We picked the right place. 
um, to being super proud to be here. Um, and I've just met so many great people and meeting more today. So this is fun as well. Um, but yeah, we love being in Wheaton. And so, um, yeah, we decided to do that in the middle of the pandemic. Um, you know, what did your wife think? Cause I've met your beautiful family. You've got three, is three it three girls. little girls? Yes. Oh my gosh. They're each more beautiful than thank the next. You, thank you. Thank you. Um, take after their wife. So after my wife, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <After> their wife. <laughs> yes, um, they do. And you. <laughs> and me. Um, so yeah, she was, um, she kind of lets me do my thing. Um, so she's, uh, she knows I have these crazy ideas that I, I love just, trying things. And so she's super supportive. Um, so she just kind of lets me do it. You know, she's like, all right, go for it. You yeah, know? So, um, she, she supports me a lot and taking care spouse. of, um, that's a big deal. Yeah. Huge deal. Yeah. Huge deal. Mm-hmm. Helps a ton. So don't know what I would be able to do. And I also, I mean, honestly, she's super understanding. I, I don't think, um, a lot of, um, wives would understand that like the amount of time I've had to put into work right. and the amount of time I've spent away from home. And but so she grew up in it, right? She grew up. So that I think that was family. helpful. Yeah. yeah. Big advantage. Yeah. Right. Having right. experienced it. So she knew what, what she was in right. for. So. <laughs> right. You said you started juicing. Why, why did you do that? Was that just like by happenstance or were you into a health? So I watched a documentary um, years and years ago. It was called fat, sick and nearly dead. Oh yeah. I saw uh, that. Have you seen it? Yeah. Um, and so at the end of it, I was like, I got to try juicing. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, I don't think I can actually do this very long term. or because So I'm like, all right, let's try like three days and see if I can make it through it, you know. And um, and when you say juicing, do you mean like in lieu of food, you drink juice instead? Yeah. Is that what you were going to ask? Like well, the I verb see, to juice? I haven't seen that documentary. So oh. so real, real quickly, what what is that? Di- is, it's how we're killing ourselves. It is. And, and that, and that yeah. juicing is is a, an alternative. A solution. Right? A solution. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. And can you just like when you say juicing, I remember... My daughter had a humongous machine. And uh-huh. I mean, is that why it's more, it's not just like throwing a couple of fruit things into your oesterizer? Yeah, no. So it's not, and it's not like the Nutribullet. It's not, because some people will call that juicing. That's a smoothie. Right. Um, I love smoothies as well. Right. And we sell smoothies as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but and juicing, they're delicious. Yes, <laughs> I can attest to that as well. But juicing is where you take out all the the fiber of mm-hmm. the the insoluble fiber mm-hmm. um, from the vegetables and you're left with just the nutrients. The juice mm-hmm. it has like contains all the vitamins and um, enzymes from the fruits and vegetables. And so um, juicing could be a couple of things. So like, you know, uh, there's a, you could do a, a cleanse, which is just juice where you're not eating at all or juicing in general would be supplementing or adding into your diet. So you still eat meals, um, but you have a juice or two a day. Um, and so when we do like so one of our juices at extract, it's about a pound and a half to two pounds of fruits and vegetables in each bottle. So if you think about it, like, I mean, you probably couldn't sit, eat that in a sitting, right? Right. Um, and so you're getting tons of nutrients. And so it's a great way if you're, you know, in between meals to supplement, if you're not eating, you know, healthy, it's a great way to get those nutrients in, mm-hmm. get some stuff that you may not normally, like, for example, I absolutely hate eating beets. Um, my wife likes them. I will not eat. She tries to sneak them into my eggs every now and then. Um, and I just, I don't eat beets, but I will drink beets. Um, and so it's a great way. Like I'm getting all those nutrients from the beets that I wouldn't eat through my juicing. Right. Um, so I think it's a great way to get some nutrients in, um, in between meals or with a meal. It might be a salad and a juice or a sandwich and a juice, you know, mm-hmm. to kind of complement your diet. But it's a great way to get some stuff in if you're not, um, getting nutrients other ways. So, so after you watch that documentary that, that really 
got you fired up about this. That yeah. next two or three days, was it juice only or did you weave in the juice? I did a juice cleanse. And so, so that's like, juice only. Juice only. Um, and this is back to jumping into the deep end of the pool like, on a whim's <laughs> yeah. right. notice. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And there's like, example number six in your, in your <laughs> life. That this is what you've done. Did you feel amazing after the cleanse? Uh, well, so I would tell you the first two days I felt horrible. Yeah. Absolutely horrible. Um, I will spare you some of the details of what happened those first couple of days. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Unless you want to. No, uh, no. You're like, no, we're good. <laughs> um, I'm thinking it lines up with a guest that we've uh, that we've had. had on that's uh, heads up the Wheaton Sanitary <laughs> District. <laughs> and let's we, leave it at that. Yeah, yes. it was a very delicate conversation. <laughs> yes. We'll keep this delicate. Um, so, yeah, so it was challenging. I mean, my head was hurting. And I'm like, what am I doing? And it was just my body kind of detoxing. Day number three, I actually felt amazing. Um, and so I actually kept juicing um, for like almost a full year. I added in some peanuts and every once in a while, like a salad, just to not forget how to chew. Um, but I did like a whole year. Um, and that was actually the year before I opened No Famous. So once I opened No Famous, I was like, okay, I, I mean, I'm around food all day. I've got to taste this. I've got to try it. So I kind of stopped the juicing because of that. Um, but that was the year right before El Famous. And so, um, yeah, absolutely. A full year of juice only. Yes. And some peanuts and a couple of salads every now and then. Wow. Yeah. And, but I felt great. So, um, speaking of insurance, I went out and got life insurance. It's super preferred. It was great. I got the best rate possible. Um, and just, it was amazing. I felt great. I was working out a ton. I had tons of energy. Um, and it was, and you know, it's funny. Cause like I said, those first few days were hard. And I, right now I do a cleanse four times a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and every time is honestly just as hard to start off. Yeah. I and bet. The first two days I'm like, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. You know? And, and always by day number three, I remember why mm-hmm. I remember why I do it. I remember how I feel. Um, and it was honestly, I just finished one recently and it was super cool. I was at a store and the lady was like, she's like, your face is glowing. And I was like, it's juicing. I just did a cleanse. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, and, and you, but you can really tell, like you can tell the difference in your skin. You can tell the difference in your mm. energy. And so, um, yeah, that's, I love juicing. <laughs> so what's your energy level like right now on you're you're just coming off a juice cleanse. Yes. So you're at a very high energy level yes. relative to the normal energy level. I don't know about that. I, you're always pretty high energy, <laughs> aren't you? I, I would say so. So, but I mean, I'm always, I, so I, I'm, even though I'm not on the cleanse, like I'm, I'm, I juice every day. I have juice mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I really think it affects like mood. I think it affects skin. I think it affects a lot of stuff. So, um, so yeah, I, I'm kind of always like this. Yeah. And I don't do coffee or what? no coffee, no caffeine, no <gasps> soda, um, no oh. alcohol. No, it's pretty much juice and water. That's okay. my, that's my life. <laughs> I guess he's missing the happy hour afterwards. Huh? That, well, yeah. yeah, that's okay. That's all, that's all right. Yeah. So yeah. juggling four businesses. Yes. So the three, the three L famous locations. And then are there multiple juicery locations or just the one, one here? In one Wheaton? right now. Okay. In we hope to continue to grow that in the future, but. Would you like to share right more or is so, that top secret? Top secret. We'll, okay. We'll, okay. We're working on some stuff though. Okay. So. That'll be episode number two. Yes. We'll and we expect episode. you to love us most because yeah. we're Wheaton. Well, this is where it all started. Okay. <laughs> so right. I have to. <laughs> so how are you juggling? How are you juggling all those demands on, and plus uh, growing a family? It's tough. Um, it is really challenging. And it's it's one of the things I'm actually working on trying to balance out some. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a great team of people, which helps. Um, so we have GMs in each of our stores. We have... Um, one person who just got promoted last week to district manager. Mm-hmm. Yay, congratulations. Um, yeah, so her name, is, um, her name is Laura. And uh, so she was 
uh, formerly GM of Lombard. And so now she is district commander over all stores, including um, Extract. Excellent. So, so you're she, building the the infrastructure as you go. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I have to because I can't do everything. Right. Um, I don't know everything. What? And so <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> um, but it's so great having a team. Um, yeah. And then I had this idea pop in my head. And um, it was to do a month trip. And so I asked my wife, I was like, hey, what do you think about it? She's like, can you, or she wasn't like yes or no. She's like, can you do that? I was like, probably not, but we're going to. And so she's like, well, if you can do it, I'm, I'm game. So I went the next day, jumping in and booked the trip. Because if I think about it, I will think of a billion reasons why this is not a good idea, why I shouldn't leave and why I shouldn't go. So uh, my family and I are spending um, a month in Spain. <gasps> wow. How lovely. So it's, we're super excited. That's going to be fun just to get away, focus on them. So, you know, I, I've worked super hard and been away a lot, unfortunately. And so it's kind of like, all right, let's reconnect. Let's yeah. focus on just them. And I, I can't come back if there's a problem in the restaurant. Right. Figure it out because I'm a thousand, thousands of miles away. Yeah. Um, 24-hour plane right away with the stops. Uh, so not coming back anytime soon. So figure it out. That I'm is not available. Great. So well, you're it, putting great faith in your people. I am. And, and they are and they are great people. And I know mm-hmm. they can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, if I if I thought it was going to fall apart, I probably would not. Mm-hmm. Um, will they have some challenges and hiccups? Absolutely. But yeah. I think they can figure it out and they can learn from it. That's how they learn. Um, mm-hmm. And so I'm excited. So I want to empower them to do their jobs and you know, take a little bit of time with our family. And we'll see if we can make it a tradition. So. Oh, that is wonderful. So that's just the reality, I think, of the entrepreneurial experience of that first that first week. You can't be putting together plans to go to Spain for a month. You gotta you gotta jump in and and do everything. And you're you're drinking from a fire hose, yes. right? Times yeah. ten. And then as you build the team, as you're as you're doing it, sounds like very thoughtfully and strategically, mm-hmm. that builds in. Yeah. I mean, it's eight years later, this is the first time mm-hmm. I've ever done something like this. Yeah. yeah. Um and so it was you know, I, I mean, especially in the, I was there open and close literally every day, um, six days a week. The one day I, I would still stop in for a couple of hours, you know, and it was challenging and it was, um, it was rough at times. I, I, I don't share with a lot of people, but you know, so I, I went from a corporate job and honestly, I said, I made twice as much and worked half as much mm-hmm. in my corporate job. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a lot of work and I would honestly, I remember the first year of El Famous. So. Uh, we opened at 1030 from eight o'clock until 10 o'clock. I would actually, um, cause I know how to sell like that was, I'm like, all right, we got to build this business up. What do I know how to do? I was an insurance guy. I knocked on doors. Mm-hmm. So I literally would walk to office buildings like this, knocking on a door, drop off catering coupons, talk to people, meet people and connect with them. And so I would do that from eight until 10. Then I go back to the restaurant by 1030. Um, and from 1030 until 1030 AM until 1030 PM, mm-hmm. I would be at the restaurant and I would work at the restaurant. And then, because I wasn't making as much from ten thirty until twelve thirty or one, I did Uber, and oh, so that was man. my life for a while, you know. Wow. And it was what I had to do um, to build our business. To and supplement. so, mm-hmm. and so it's, it's challenging because sometimes people will look now and and you know we we're still growing, we're still building, but people look and say, oh, you know, it's just the owner, he has this, and, but they don't realize what no. the work I put into it, right? right? How hard I worked to build this business, the sacrifices I made with right. my family, with my time, with working crazy hours like that to build it. And so, um, I mean, for our, for me personally, it's rewarding to see, okay, you know, we're, we're again, not where we want to be, but we're sure not where we started. Oh um, and to see that process and to see where we're at. And, and it just sometimes it hurts when sometimes people say like employees or the people kind of have these negative comments or thoughts about stuff. And 
they don't realize the story behind it. And yeah. so I would encourage everyone listening to, you know, be graceful with people because you don't know the story behind and what they have to do to get to where they're at. You might see them where they're at now and think, ah, oh, that was easy for them. That was given to them. Or, you know, that was his father-in-law and in-laws and they probably gave him that business. No, it was not the case. You know, right. we, we put in the work for, for it and still are today. I still work a lot of hours. So of course, well, congratulations. That mm -hmm. is really, that's a wonderful story. Yeah. There's this visual. It's, it's maybe a little corny, but it's a visual of a uh, iceberg and it's, it's something like, 70% of an iceberg is below the surface. Mm -hmm. And, it, and it, the picture talks about the top of the iceberg and exactly what you're talking about, Kevin, the success and what you don't see beneath the, beneath the surface of the, of the work and 14, 15 hours a day yes. going and going to Uber and putting For your, years. yeah, taking yeah. a, mm -hmm. taking a hit, taking mm -hmm. a hit financially. Mm -hmm. And that's, a, I love the, the other day I was walking our dog and a woman on the as coming the other way on the sidewalk uh, said, "Can I pet your dog?" And I said, "Of course." So she bends down to she bends down to pet the dog, and she stands up with tears streaming down her mm -hmm. face, and says, uh, "And says thank you so much that made my day." Mm -hmm. And I will admit that I would love to think that it's just my charming personality <laughs> plus the combination of the dog that that produced that response. Mm -hmm. But what it really was, was there was something else going on yeah. in her life yeah. that she, that she, that that's what she needed at that, at that moment. And, uh, and so you don't know you what, don't. what people are, what people are going on, what's, what's going on in people's lives. And when just letting them pet your, pet dog, your dog is what yeah. they, is yeah. what they need. Which leads me actually to ask, you mentioned that, um, faith is a big part of your life as well as. Um, you know, your interest in business and faith. Yes. So how, how does that show up for you right now? Exactly what you were saying. And so I was going to share, um, you know, when we have, we have our values and our mission statement. Um, and as part of that, one of those things is, is service and serving people because mm -hmm. you don't know what people are experiencing, what news they just heard, what they just felt, what they just dealt with. Um, if they lost a job, I mean, all kinds of things. And so I tell my employees, I'm like, you don't have to know either. Mm -hmm. But what we want to do is that moment that someone's inside of one of our stores, that we create this atmosphere where they can forget their problems, forget about life, and can enjoy quality food. So, like, how can we put a smile on people's face? Um, you know, whether you're a person of faith or not, how can you serve people, right? Like, mm -hmm. that's all, at the end of the day, that's what we do is serve people. Mm -hmm. And I, I tell my employees, we're in the, we're in the people business. Yes, we sell burritos and, and smoothies and juices, but we're, we're in the people business. And so we're here to serve people and care for people. Um, and again, for the moment when they're here, that they can forget about life's problems. They can forget about everything that's happening out in the world around them. They can sit down and enjoy a great burrito, enjoy a smoothie, <laughs> and just relax. Um, and so that's really what it's about. It's about caring for people. Um, through our business. And so that's, and again, not everyone of my, who works for our business is a person of faith. Um, but we, we try to teach everyone just those principles, like doing the right thing, caring for others, serving others and impacting the community um, is also important for us. And so we, it's huge for us, impact the community. We want our communities to be better because we're there. Howard Schultz said that um, the Starbucks, original Starbucks president uh, we're not in the, he said, I heard a young associate say, we're not in the coffee business ser serving people. We're in the people business serving coffee. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We talk about the same thing about not being in the, we're not in the money business. We're in the peace of mind business. Right. Uh, and yeah, I think it's really important, it really important is. to know, have a very clear sense of what business you're in. And I would say frequently it's not about the product. Mm -hmm. Yes. 
Yes. Now it's got to be a quality product, yes, yes. Right. right? It's got to right. be a quality product. And you but, have to know your product. So yeah. but that can be taught, right? Whereas um, we have a new employee, Maggie Wright. And um, I told her, you know, I hired you for your spirit. <laughs> it's her spirit and her, her willingness, her eagerness to be of service to people. She was an entrepreneur herself. So she understands the the hearts of our entrepreneur chamber members, the Wheaton Chamber members, and, um, you know, for, for spirit and creativity. Wow. That's awesome. We can teach her the chamber stuff. Yes, exactly. You, you can, I'm, I can teach someone how to make a burrito. I can make some, teach someone how to do a smoothie, but I can't teach her how to be a good person. I that's can't teach right. her how to have a great attitude. I can't teach her how to be friendly. Like those are things you have or don't have. And so sometimes we'll go with a person with less experience, but a great personality. Right. Um, because it, it goes away a lot further along. So it does that empathy, yeah. that ability to connect with people. EQ versus IQ. That's exactly yes. right. right. I like EQ that. I haven't heard that before. IQ. This is elevated thinking here, my friend. What what where did you where did you develop this? You're clearly younger than I am. I've got a, <laughs> I've got a, a long head start on you to learn this stuff. How did you learn this? How did you learn to think like this so so early in your career? You, you know, I, I've been fortunate to have a lot of awesome mentors in my life um, who, uh, and, you know, one of my things was, okay, who can I learn from? I don't know everything, so who can I learn from? And so I'm constantly trying to learn from people, whether it's a coffee, and some of them are, are one-time conversations over coffee, and some of them are, are long-term relationships over years that I've had, um, where I just learn from people who've been doing this longer than I have, who've, um, you know, been successful in their business. And for me, it's not just business, like successful in business and family, mm -hmm. uh, with their faith, like everything. It's kind of that well-rounded package because, you know, if I've got a great business, but I don't have my family, does it really matter? Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if I don't have anyone to share it with. Mm -hmm. um, and so you know, that was really important for me to just mentors. And so there's been a few people in my life. Um, you know, I, I will, I'll mention a couple of them. Um, there's some of the longer term runs and I mean there's been tons of people and so I almost don't want to mention any names because someone's going to hear us and think right. hey so I they, helped you too yeah. why did you say my yeah, name it's like the nothing. Academy Awards yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but two people specifically who stood out um, someone and he's passed away so um, it was Marty Ozinga so if you know Ozinga Ready Mix yeah. um, and I don't so, know that yeah what? it's uh, uh, Peter was on the board of the Mary, Mary and Joy Rehabilitation Hospital okay I think that was his brother it's a big family owned cement Yes. Oh, cement. It's cement, okay. cement and ready mix. Okay. Yeah. You you you've seen them red and white cement trucks. Cement They're trucks. all over. All over. Yeah. Yeah. O z i n g a. Right. Yes. And so, um, you know, sons are running it now, um, now, and they're great guys as well. And I still spend time with them. Um, but their dad taught me a lot, a ton. Hmm. Um, in what format? How did you get to know him? So I went to high school um, with his kids. Um, and so through that, I, I actually went to high school together and college together. So I, I knew his kids from a long time and just kind of met them through school and connected with them. And yeah, you never he, worked there though. It's never just worked there. Being around him, hanging around him, just kind of being generally in his I, world. Well, once we connected, you know, we would meet and just grab breakfast and coffee together. So one he did one. mentor you, he like did. actively mentored actively. you. That's great. If I had a question, call him up text him like, Hey, what would you do in the situation? That is great. Um, and he was always there for me and it was really cool. Second guy who was still around and, um, he's from Kansas city. Um, so Jack, his, uh, his name is Case Dorman. He owns Jack's Jack's barbecue, which is like, uh, one of the barbecue restaurants down in Kansas city. So it's delicious. Testimonial. It's fantastic. Yeah. So he is wonderful too. Um, really the growth of our business, uh, 
I mean, he really, really impacted me. Um, every time I was looking at a new purchase or anything, he was there for me, giving me advice. How did you he meet was, him? So through corporate chaplains, actually. Oh, okay. And it was so funny. Um, when I was meeting with him, um, I remember he walked out of his office for a second and I started taking pictures. And I told him this. I was like, I still have the pictures to prove to you. I, like the, the things he had on his wall, the sayings, like the, the motivational stuff, the goals for the business. I'm like, this is incredible. And I had no intentions of going into the food business at that point. And so he walks out of his office. I literally pull up my phone and I started snapping <laughs> pictures of this stuff, hoping that he didn't see me taking pictures. And um, and years later, when again, it wasn't my plan to be in the business, when I went to the business, I called him up and said, hey, you know, I uh, this could be weird. I know I don't know you that well, but I was impressed by what I saw at your business. I was impressed by the values you have. I was impressed by how you run your company. Would you be willing to mentor me? And he said, absolutely. He's like, I had people who did it for me and I'm happy to pay for it and do it for you. Mm. Um, and so, and he, unbelievable. And I, I tell people all the time, I don't even get it. Like it blows my mind. He doesn't know me. He doesn't live in the same city as me. He doesn't know who I'm connected with or who I'm not connected with. And he is like given 110% to help me with whatever I need it. You know, whenever I have a question, he's on the phone, he's available and um, he'll fly out and, and, and just, Connect with me. I'm like, hey, I got That's a question. He'll come out. Yeah. <laughs> did you meet? Did you have a relationship with him in corporate chaplains, or was it one meeting and you? So, um, I mean, it wasn't. So he a catches you taking pictures of his office. He doesn't. He doesn't. <laughs> he, doesn't, he, doesn't, he, doesn't he doesn't. He doesn't kick you out. What? What? What happens? What happens then? So, so he actually um, went with the services of corporate chaplains of America. Um, I didn't he work. Stole, with, he closed a deal. You closed, closed, yeah. So closed he closed a deal. A deal. Yes. Okay. But I didn't work with him on a regular basis. Right. Because you weren't the front line guy. No. You're the sales guy. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it but was you just, saw something. He saw something in Kevin, no doubt. But that was it. So you ink the deal on the corporate chaplain thing, and they, he worked with them. And then you didn't talk to him until a few years later. So he um, added some more locations. They were growing, and so when he added some more locations, I talked to him again. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's maybe three conversations or so, you know, throughout the my time at corporate chaplains. But it wasn't like we were weekly, monthly. Mm-hmm on a regular basis talking to each other. So that, that's, that's what I tell him. I'm, I'm like completely blown away that he accepted when I, when I asked him to be a part of this. And I'm like, I mean, this, uh, this is not a paid position. I'm not, right. you know, like, <laughs> I'm, just like, I'm just asking for your time. And again, I, I know like, you know, if it was here, maybe there's, I have connections and I know some people right. that might be able, right. willing to help me because, hey, well, we know who he is. He doesn't really know who I am. You he know, I'm just some random guy from Chicago and like he helped me. So, Kevin, um, we have a mentoring program called Fresh Ideas through the Wheaton Chamber of Commerce. I'm recruiting you now as a mentor uh, because it sounds like you've been mentored by the best. Well, and, and that's that's the thing. So, like, right, you have to always keep giving it forward, yeah, right? Yeah, it's always so, pay it forward. So. And the mentors report that they get as much or more out of it than the mentees. Mm. And, so, and maybe that's the same for him because yeah. I always ask myself, why does he do it? Like, yeah. it's just so cool that he's willing think, to do this. I think people reach a level of mastery and all there is left to do is teach and support, you know, where you've reached, uh, I mean, it sounds like he has this amazing business and, um, it's a killer business yes. from what but, I saw, but to stay, uh, relevant and to stay engaged, to give back to a, a young entrepreneur is a, is a wonderful thing. Yes. And I, I am, I'm completely grateful for him, his time. Um, and I said, always amazed and just, humbled by the fact yeah. that he would spend so much time and like really a ton of time with me. <laughs> Mark's getting choked up. 
Well, no, I'm 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 still. I mean, he sounds fantastic, and again, his foods his foods ridiculous. Yes, but the, but they but that <laughs> you but that you just decided to pick up the phone and and you know what's the worst that can happen? He's just going to hang up on me, right? Yeah. I mean, that's as bad as it's going to get. Exactly. But but how I'd say how so few people do that mm. and and just with with almost no downside to it, but but step out and. And who knows what happens from exactly. a single, from that single phone call of, Hey, would you, you probably don't remember me, but would from you that, be willing to do this? From that single phone call, it, it's changed my life and my business. Mm. It's incredible. It's yeah. really amazing. It's absolutely incredible. That all, that all starts with the, with the willingness to look like an idiot or get yeah. hung up on or whatever, however you want to, however you want to describe you know, the disaster. Yeah. And, and I was nervous, you know, I'm like, what's he going to say? Right. Is he going to answer the call? Is he going to like, no, that's stupid. Is he going to want money? Is, you know, there's all kinds of thoughts that go, went through my head that, and I think you just kind of push those thoughts down and got to keep moving. Right. Like there's totally. negative thoughts that come in all the time. And so if I were to listen to those thoughts, man, where would I, like, it would have been different for me. Mm-hmm. I can definitely tell you it would have been different. So. When I was starting as a financial, I've been doing this for 23 years. When I was starting, I, I developed, uh, the way I grew the business was on the phone. Mm. So calling people, uh, and, uh, and I remember going through a corporate list where you had a list of somebody's name and their position in the company and you got the phone, the phone on your ear and I get to this person's, uh, name and he's the president of the asset management group for a publicly held bank. And I remember, I remember, th- I can still see myself with the phone against my ear thinking, <laughs> why in the world would this guy take a phone call from some joker financial advisor at, at Merrill Lynch? And then right after I thought that, I thought that's what everybody thinks. And so probably nobody calls and he's a client. Wow. So the, so the, the, the idea that the idea that some pretty big stuff can come from just being willing to Mm -hmm. get hung up on or Mm -hmm. is totally true. And I think that comes from that cell side, right? You know, like you, you rejection. Every rejection, every no is closer to a yes, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> right. My you know? dad used to tell me. So you, mm-hmm. you, and and, it, and it, no, no one likes to get rejected, right? It doesn't feel good. It's not fun. But if you don't go through those, you won't get the the rewards. Mm-hmm. You won't ever get to those prizes if you don't go through the, the tough times. And so we got to be willing to go through that. And as you can see, even your story too, like that, it plays off. Well, we've got so we've got an uh, an art thing down in the down in the office about the connection of failure and success, which I think those are those are just hand in hand, and you can't have one. In my opinion, you can't have one without being willing to risk the other. And I just I just don't think stories like that get shared enough. That everybody's got those got those stories of of uh, of risking failure or actually experiencing failure, and that was a that was an a very big element. Uh, leading to their success. And so yeah. there's, there's stuff down there about quotes from Michael Jordan and mm-hmm. JK Rowling and Conan O'Brien. So, so people like that, I think a lot of people forget that Conan O'Brien got fired from the tonight show a year after he got it. <laughs> wow. I mean, that was a total, total disaster for him. And he's the the longest running late show host, you know, ever. Yeah. So I love that you're just picking, just picking up the phone, doing stuff like that. It's it's just so cool to hear that stuff. I love it, and the way that you talk about with your employees, what it is that they're doing. I mean, to me, that completely elevates for them the experience, what they're doing. I'm doing, you know, I'm doing more than slinging burritos. Yes, yeah, right. So mm-hmm. the the contribution that they're making to both the company and 
the, and your customers? Is it, is it, is it that it's an elevated experience? That's such, such advanced thinking. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's, and it's, you know, we, and, it, and it's hard to, because some people come in with a different mindset, right? Especially employees and, and quick service. And so it's, it takes some, some work to kind of change that thinking. And, and by no means have we mastered it, but we're working every day because, you know, people are, um, again, it's our business, people are, and whether it be our employees or our customers. And so if we can invest into our employees as well, um, we want them, I mean, they're not going to stay with us forever. I mean, we have some people who have been there for 30 years, which is actually pretty cool. Um, but not everyone's going to stay forever. And so for the time they're with us, it's how can we impact them? How can we help mm-hmm. them grow and help, how we can help them develop? And also how can we use their skills or allow them to use their skills for the business? And so we've had people like draw art pieces. We've had um, actually our mission and values that we did. One of our employees at Extract help us redo those. He kind of came up with the base and I kind of you know, reworked it a little bit. But now he gets to, you know, every time he walks into work, see that. He had an impact on that. Yeah, he, he made so, a difference. Yeah. Yes. And so, I mean, it's more than just making a smoothie or juice. Like it's it's a company, it's an organization that you get to have an impact on. You can be a part of. It's more than just come to work and make a smoothie, go home, like impact someone's life, impact the company. Like you're more than a burrito maker. You're more than a smoothie maker. Like you have gifts, you have a skill, you have a talent, and we want to pull that out of people. That is great. I love it. I do too. Yeah, I absolutely, absolutely love it. It's making me want a smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> so what's what's next? What what's the what's the goal? You're gonna get to, is it uh, fifty L famous? So we we want to grow on both sides, um, you know, and and. One of the big things for me is the more we grow, the more opportunities we can create for people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, we're, I don't have the exact number in mind and or exact goal. I don't, you know, I, but we want to continue to grow more stores on both sides of the brand. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think especially for me, Extract 2, it's kind of my baby. Um, you know, I love both brands, but, mm-hmm. you know, Extract's a newer one. It's mm-hmm. uh, only has one versus three. And so if and we And it's can, really you. It's I mean, you are yours. Yeah, yeah. you are yeah. really aligned with yes. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so yeah, I think, but growing both brands is, is definitely a goal. Um, and just yeah, keep keep serving people and keep impacting people's lives. At the end of the day, that's, that's where we're in the people business. So. so what juice product pairs best with the burritos? <laughs> Mm, so, so a, a wine connoisseur here. <laughs> yes. Right. So I would say um, the golden pine, it's kind of got, it's a pineapple, um, turmeric, ginger. So it's got a sweet, spicy. So it's got spicy, like spicy, like a burrito. Yeah. But okay. that tropical pineapple going on. So right. golden pine with a burrito. That's, I like that's, it. That's where you go. I like <laughs> it. So I just put it together. The juice pairing that you recommended would go with Al Pastor is what I'm thinking about the pineapple. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would. That's a good option too. Right. Yes. So because Al Pastor has pineapple as well in it. And that's so, what I'm probably, thinking. Yeah. Mm. And then the pineapple juice. That is a good combination. Home um, run. Yes. <laughs> I'm ready. Have you thought of franchising? So we have. Um, and so it's something we're working towards as well. Um, and we'll probably a couple years off still, but we are, are starting to build some things into place for that. Um, some trademarking, we've already mm-hmm. started that. Um, so yeah, we're working towards, towards that. And we've had some people approach us about franchising. Yeah. So we kind of got a list of people who kind of, we're, we're in the waiting for us to, to start that process. So that way we can help other people start businesses yeah, as well. Right, so it's, yeah. right. it's a good mogul strategy too. Yeah. Yes, you'll yes, be a yes. mogul. You are a mogul, but you'll be a bigger mogul. <laughs> 
Kevin, so great to have you with us. I mean, this is just an unbelievable. I love the story. Your energy is infectious. It's got to. It's got to come over. It's got to come over the podcast vibes. You can just hear it in your voice, but I can see it in your face. <laughs> uh, but it's and just congratulations on all you're doing and keep. I mean, wow, just keep jumping in the end of the, the deep end of the pool. That's just who you are. And I am going to steal you for uh, to do a sales uh, an overview for sales training. For our chamber members, we have something called Ignite, which is a program with the Wheaton Public Library where we do uh, like a lunch and learn. And if you would be willing, we'd love to have you come and talk about like the principles of sales. Some of the things you've said that can be distilled into principles, one of which is, like you said, not being afraid to hear no. Yes. Uh, I'm sure you could break that down for us. So I'm going to I'm going to borrow you. We'd love we'd love to. We'd love to I'd share. Love so. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for, for having me on today. Um, I appreciate being able to share a little bit of my story. And thank you both for what you're doing to support Wheaton and support businesses locally here, oh. which is also awesome. That's an amazing thing to host this podcast and um, you know feature businesses. And that, this is what I'm talking about, the, that whole weird vibe of how nice Wheaton is. So this is a, <laughs> a great example of it. So Well, we haven't given you the bill yet. For these <laughs> so yeah, reserve judgment on that until you see that. I think it's a, a smoothie. Isn't it? Isn't oh, that no. The bill? oh no, it's oh, much it's more offensive than that. Taste. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> a smoothie and a burrito. There you oh, go. There, there you now go. we're talking match just right. Well, that's it for this episode of the local. Thanks for joining us. If you have any story ideas or comments, drop us a note at fairhavenwealth.com, and be sure to subscribe, review, and rate us on your favorite platform. I'm Mark Horner, and I hope you'll join us next time when we cut another episode of the local.